Hey, what's up, everyone? You're listening to The Man Reinvented Show. I'm your host, Scott Taylor. I'm a former door-to-door salesman who gave up a six-figure income that I earned in just four months out of the year to pursue my passion of making a bigger impact in the world. This is the podcast where I talk with amazing people making big changes to fulfill their deeper purpose. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the show. This is Scott Taylor, um, Man Reinvented. I've got an amazing guy with me today. Um, I've met him. I actually met him in, I'm, I'm a closer for Steven Larson in his program for an MLM. And um, this gentleman actually came in and joined our team, joined our downline to kind of learn from Steven's methods. But uh, anyways, Eric Kim, why don't you introduce yourself really quick? Hey guys, thanks Scott for your introduction. Yeah, so I met I met Scott through that funnel, and it's pretty a coincidence for me meet, meeting another closer on the other side. It was funny because Scott was closing me when I'm a closer, so I'm like, oh yeah, I was grading his closing. He's doing a pretty good job, and I'm in. So you did a good job, Scott. <laughs> awesome. So I was yeah. gonna know that. Okay. Yeah, so, so yeah, a little bit about me. Um, I been in corporate all my life for about 13 plus years. Um, I've been in sales for all of those years and I ended up getting um, laid off last year in July. So exactly almost a year from now. And to me, it was like the biggest blessing in disguise for me. Um, I I was of course uh, distraught. I was kind of, you know, depressed for a little bit because I lost my job our company got acquired, so they had a double position open and the guy took my spot. Um, but honestly, everything happens for a reason. And the reason why I'm here is because I got that notice of um, termination and uh, I wouldn't have been here doing what I love doing if it wasn't for that. So that's kind of my background. Uh, I'm a sales closer now. I developed myself uh, throughout this whole year and um, <clears throat> I've been making money online. Yeah, that's basically what I've been doing for a whole year. I grew, for me personally, I grew, I grew in one year what it would take me 10 years in corporate. I grew in one year, just everything condensed. And wow, that's amazing. Life changer, yeah. So now, now, Eric, you've gone through a few courses. I know you've gone through. Why don't you tell, tell, tell us kind of where you acquired those skills or honed those closing skills to do what you're doing right now? Yeah. Uh, for sure. So I'm in sales and I didn't want to go too far from the tree. So I did something called closing. I took a program uh, by Dan Locke. It was my first ever online course. I've never taken any courses before. And uh, it just made sense to me because I am a salesperson. So I took this course. I developed a high income skill and um, there was a need for the market for closers. And uh, my first uh, attempt at closing was for a digital marketing agency and I did pretty well there and that was my first taste of making money online which is like the greatest kind of weirdest feeling because a lot of people don't get to experience making money online but when it happens it's it's really incredible because you know everything's going to go online soon sooner or later right and then yep. seeing money materialize in your, in your bank account through a transaction over the phone or, or through the internet is just really weird to me it's usually when I have to go to meetings, go to corporate meetings, then I get paid a salary for trading my hour for dollars. I never had just uh, 
a time where I can make as much money as I did in a corporate job in one month, just make it over a day, over a one hour phone call with a person. <laughs> so uh-huh. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. So yeah, I've been, uh, I've been pretty, uh, pretty blessed so far. And um, I wouldn't have gotten here if it wasn't for that, um, that notice um, and getting fired from my job. Yeah. Way to make uh, way to make lemonade out of your lemon, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That. Now, so you, you say you used to, you were closing for a agency. Now, who do you close for? Now I close for companies that establish Amazon stores for their clients. So we basically build Amazon stores. And um, as you know, Amazon is 65% of e-commerce in the U.S., yeah. So we give a lot of people the ability to have their own store that's run for them automatically. They don't have to do a thing. They just have to invest, put their name, their tax business license, and they let us do all the work. So we're pretty much automating the Amazon store experience. So it's a done for you type agency that basically creates online stores for other businesses through Amazon. We have, wow. Yeah, we have 14 members on your store working full time. All you're doing is putting the profits that you guys both make. So it's wow. pretty it's a win-win situation for our suppliers and um, our clients. Okay. Now, now who, who are the people that you're, uh, I guess, the guys that created that system? So uh, there's a couple of guys in the consulting kind of a union that they created. Um, the guy directly that I'm closing for, is his name is Stephen Mayer. He's on YouTube. He's okay. a um, coach and from Canada. Okay. So he's one of the direct guys I work for. Yeah, you can, you can hardly avoid those... Uh those e-commerce uh, advertisements on YouTube right now, like they pop up all the time for me. Like, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe they think I'm their target market or something. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Need to close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that's awesome, man. Um, now I, 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 I'm really interesting because I've been in sales my whole career. Mm-hmm. Um, well, at least for the last 10 years, I've done door to door interruption style sales one-on-one, like, I probably knocked on your neighborhood in Orange County where you live in the past and, you know, tried to sell you pest control. Um, but that's, it wasn't me that shut the door. Okay. That wasn't me. I love, I love door knockers. (laughs) Oh, do you? (laughs) I never shut the door on door knockers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, that's where I've been come. That's my world. And you're, you come from the corporate world and now you're into the high ticket sales. And I've kind of transitioned to that myself, you know, with Stephen Larson and, and some other things that I've done. But, um, I guess, tell me, like, if someone's in a situation, I, I called my, my, my uh, podcast Man Reinvented because just like you, you had to reinvent yourself. Um, right. And me, I'm, I'm reinventing, reinventing myself. I didn't get fired. I just decided I wanted to go a different direction. I felt like, man, I've, I'm pretty much at the top of my game mm-hmm. and I want to take it to the next level. And I felt like I need to learn this online world in order to go to that next level. And so right. if, if there's someone in my audience here that is like, you know, looking to take their skills and go online, say in sales, what would you recommend them to do to start out? They've got a job already um, and they want to make that transition. Yeah, I think it depends. There's two ways to look at it, um, depending on um, what you decide is what you should take. Um, if it's a monetary reason, then there's a lot of ways to make money um, online. Um, but if it's solely for just doing another job on the side or you know having a new job replace your corporate job, I would definitely go towards a high income skill. Um, there's a lot of high income skills that are in demand 
digital marketing is one of them, uh, copywriting, sales, closing. There's a lot of different um, high-income skills that you can acquire. Uh, and there's online courses everywhere. So that, that would be my first recommendation is to get a high-income skill um, if you want to work in the online industry as a salesperson. Um, if you don't have that skill, then you're just a generalist. You know, um, What I learned in my mentorships um, you know, from, from just quitting my job until now is you always have to invest in yourself and you always have to have a skill that the marketplace needs, right? If you don't have that skill, then you're just a generalist and you're just too broad. And you can't really give, you know, give your skills uh, enough, enough uh, runway to shine in a market that doesn't really need it. So you want to make sure you hone down on that niche market that you want to help and also hone down on the skill that you want to acquire. Okay. So just to recap, you said there's digital marketing, there's sales, copywriting. What was the other one? Um, closing. Closing. There's also, yeah, there's also um, a lot of, lot of uh, communication related um, skills like platform, closing platform sales. There's group sales. There's um, coaching sales. Uh-huh. There's, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different uh, high income skills you can pretty much get online these days. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. I love how you break it down. So simple. Um, you think that you get a lot of that from Dan Locke when you went to, through his course? Yeah. A lot of it started there and I had to really, you know, like reinvent myself every time I hit a roadblock. So, you know, I started actually like working in different industries, picking up some golden nuggets from each industry that I closed for. And that's how I kind of came about. Okay. Looking back now, looking at the over, overall overview picture at a thousand foot level i see what what it takes to make money what it takes to survive in the online marketplace and what it takes to stand out so i pretty much through my you know trials and failures and and pushing through obstacles those are the things i learned and i kind of break it down that way because it worked for me um it's not going to work for everyone but it worked for me okay all right yeah that's good stuff so um here's just a just an example now you coach people in sales right now uh how many people do you do you do do you have like a max group that you try to max it out at or or um not really a max group i mean the most i've taught at one time was about 18 closers okay on the same team and we're kind of uh striving for the same goal um, but it really just depends on the opportunities that I have. Um, every, the, the time I teach and coach is usually when I'm in a company, I'm working for them, and they hire me as a coach um, to, to onboard more sales closers for their packages. So, for instance, let's say um, a company is advertising a, a lot more this year online, then they need a couple more closers to, on, you know, be ready and be onboarded right away when the advertisements go out and they have a lot of people like, you know, um, that need to go on the phone calls. Then, then they ask me, Hey Eric, can you guys, can you train like 18 people, 15 people and just have them ready. So when, you know, our advertisements are done, when people come to the funnel, we'll have closers ready to close them. And that, that's pretty much what I do. Okay. I don't have my own closing course. I just, uh, as the opportunity comes to me, I, I help, um, companies find and recruit closers. Very good. Very good. Okay. Um, so now here's a, here's a quick question. I'm actually going to be doing a sales training tonight in my Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to be teaching closing. 
Mm-hmm. Talking about the, you know, the the biggest skill in sales, right? It, it's right like, yeah. And it, and it starts from the beginning when you like, when people see your advertisements all the way until they give you money. Right. Um, how would you, how do you break it down when you teach people closing? How do you break it down? You know, there's not, there's not, I wish I can tell you there's like this way to close. And this is like the template that everyone should use. But as you know, Scott, closing is an art. It's more of a flow with the water kind of situation where not every situation is going to be the same. You can use a lot of tools and reuse them. But what I found the best that really helps my, uh, my team is the mindset. Mindset is everything. If you don't have the mindset, you just don't, you just cannot close. And closing is like 90% mindset and 10% skill. So yeah. um, that's number one. And I really tune that into all the guys and girls before I onboard. Them. Okay. Yeah. I take um, people that I teach through to figure out their core um, self-defeating beliefs. Right. And figure out, become aware of what those are. Because when people are faced when, in challenging situations, when they're faced with, struggle like sales is hard yeah when you start out at first like when i did door to door especially like you are an island of yourself you're out on your own you eat what you kill and it's hard like the hardest thing i've ever done and so i i realized early on in my selling career that man the things you don't like about yourself when you're facing challenge and struggle they tend to rise up inside you and they, they start being amplified and they just kind of get this like circular negative chatter going on. So one thing I like to help people identify is their self-defeating beliefs. Yeah. Get them on paper and then I have them flip them around on their head and create incantations kind of like Tony Robbins teaches mm-hmm. around those statements. Right. So, but is that what you kind of mean by the mindset. Yeah. Like what I noticed was if you have those beliefs blocking, you know, inside your head, in your own head, then it's a direct reflection when it comes out to your prospects and the objections that you're getting is because you're actually promoting those objections. You're placing them in their head as a seed and they're basically projecting what your beliefs are. So it's a direct reflection of who you're closing is exactly what I tell my, my, um, my mentees is you got to get that belief out of the way. You got to whatever it takes, whether it's um, the belief of not being not being successful or the belief of um, you know being too successful and that's a failure. There's a lot of beliefs that people have. Maybe yeah. they're scared of money, scared of wealth. They they hate rich people. I mean, just a lot of things like that. You cannot close if you have those things blocking your mental like pathway. You know, you just. Uh-huh. And uh, pretty much whatever your beliefs are, it's a direct reflection on your prospects. And they're going to come back with those same exact objections that you don't want to handle yourself, you know? So Interesting. Uh, Interesting. A lot of psychological stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sales is so much psych- psychology. It's insane. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's so much, like, subconscious stuff going on that you don't realize. And it's a fascinating world to me. I, I've loved it. Obviously, I've been good at it for years. And... But even to this day, like if I went out and knocked on a door, like I, I'm retired from door-to-door pest control now, but like if I went out and knocked on a door, that first door of the day, man, my heart would be thumping. Yeah. And I to think, man, can I do this, right? And I've trained myself over time to just go through these rehearsals of, 
incantations that I just start saying. And sometimes I say them out loud like a crazy person when I'm driving to my area, <laughs> right? <laughs> but sometimes that's what it takes. So, well, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, mindset, guys. It's, you said 90% mindset. I think it's 90% mindset. Some people might not agree, but um, the, success, the success I had is because I had a really a strong mindset from the beginning. And um, that, was, that was the core. Um, that was at the core of my closing is coming from my mindset every day, preparing myself. And um, just, you know, just going to the phone lines hard. And this is what I always tell people. It's like, if you're a closer, you're like a doctor. Okay, you have a prescription and the patients need it. Patients are people coming to you on the phone calls. Um, you know, they're the ones that are objecting um, you, right? But if you think about it, if you go to a doctor's office, they don't object. They just listen. They, they, they follow the instruction. And if the doctor is ready to give the prescription, he gives it. That's what it is. It's basically an office visit to your medical doctor. And that's what a closing call is. is you have what they want and they have to qualify to get it. You can't just give it to everyone. And that's the mindset that I kind of put all my mentees on and it works for them. Yeah. You're a problem solver and you're a doctor. You're not a salesman. Right. The typical salesman out there or the, the Hollywood Hollywood version of a salesman is like the snake oil, the used car. I mean, like for me, I'm not even good at sales. When I was in corporate, I, I wasn't that good. I just followed the processes and systems in the sales cycle and the process of uh, going from A to A to Z, but I was never good at sales. I'm not really a slick talker. Uh, I, I can't sell a used car probably still to this day, but once you, once you get, once you get that, um, just how the systems and the tools, the psychology behind sales, you don't have to be, you don't have to be an excellent talker or an excellent, you know, slick communicator, um, have really uh, James Bond kind of, uh, uh, aura out from you. You don't have to have that. Mm-hmm. And I tell everyone, you know, if you're shy, sometimes shy people are the best closers. You know, absolutely. And it doesn't doesn't mean that you're not a good closer. You're not a good salesperson. So everyone thinks you need to be really good at talking to be good at sales. But the more the less talking you do, the more you're going to close. And this is yep. everything is just flipped around. So for pe- for your audience, um, you know, they're looking at sales as probably one way. It's really multidimensional when you look at it, and anyone can do it. That's why I love doing sales all across the board. I mean, I everything I do now is is because I'm using the same exact tools I learned in sales. Whether it's copy, what kind of pictures I put up um, for my network marketing, you know, opportunities, I use the same exact things I learned in closing and in sales in my funnels. So mm-hmm. every day I'm just closing. It's just a mindset. It's not something you do. It's something who you, it's something who you are. You know. Mm-hmm pretty profound yeah for me yeah that's good stuff man um now i forgot i forgot to tell everyone where how, how people find you i'm sorry about that instagram oh, yeah, no problem. Um, there's not that many uh there's not that many avenues i'm on facebook i'm on um youtube and uh, instagram it's all under eric m kim eric m kim yeah eric m kim yeah i was looking at your facebook story it looked like you were celebrating something yeah. Um, so my mentor, my second mentor after Dan Locke told me, you know, Eric, when you win, you got to celebrate your wins. And I was like, okay, that, that doesn't sound that hard, <laughs> but it was hard. It was hard for me. Like I, I was just 
for a whole year, I was just go, 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 you know, just um, always like the green light and just uh, burning the midnight oil every night and just working, working, working to get, to get money for my family and uh-huh. to pay the mortgage. So I finally, I finally am at a place where I can just kind of relax, but I saw myself not relaxing. I, I kept going. I had that momentum and I was like, go, go, go. Yeah. And uh, that actually rang back in my head saying, you know, we got, I got to celebrate my wins. So yeah, yesterday I went to the racetrack in Carson in LA and I got to uh, whip some Porsches around and eat some good food at the Porsche experience. Okay. Yeah. I saw some <laughs> pictures and videos of this amazing meal and, <laughs> yeah. and you with some, and I didn't, uh, that's about all I saw, but that's cool. That's awesome, man. Good for you. Yeah. Um, okay. Where do you, where do you see yourself going in the next year to five years? What, like, what's your goals? Like, what do you want? What do you just amped? to figure out and, and achieve in the next year to five years? Uh, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I, I guess there's two, there's two things I want to do. It's like the first one is uh, pertaining to my business. I really want to dissect marketing a little bit more. I want to maybe join a mastermind with, a, with a, a group of really good marketers and really learn from them because I never graduated with a marketing degree. I graduated with a biology degree. So uh-huh. for me to learn this much marketing in one year, it's not enough. I know it's not enough. I could learn a lot more. So definitely for my business goals, I want to keep investing in myself and um, join, join hands with marketers that have done billions of dollars so I can learn the shortcuts. That's kind of like my first goal. Cool. Now, my second goal is just to, um, you know, my wife and my kids deserve some dad time and uh, husband time. So I'm just going to travel as much as I can this year for the remaining year. And just hit it hard again next year, um, just go at it hard again. And uh, maybe do a coaching program um, for South Korea. Because a lot of the kids and a lot of the graduates there, it's either Samsung or Hyundai or going to a university uh, to be an engineer or a doctor. That's pretty much the only choices they have in Korea. I kind of want to show the kids, like, you know, there is, there is something, there is a greener side, uh, green grass over the fence. You just got to look sometimes, you know, you can't always just be in your little tunnel. Yeah, open their. I kind of what I want to do is kind of open up, open the world, yeah, a little bit more. Okay, open it up to sales and marketing. Yeah, yeah. online like marketing. Said, so. It's for everyone. You don't have to be a, a used car salesman to be good at sales. It's for everyone. Uh-huh. It's not fair. If people don't know the true essence of sales. It's yeah. Fair. Well, good man. That's cool. I I forgot that you were Korean. Kansahamida. Kansahamida. Komasamida. That's that's all I know. I have this amazing lady in uh in a, a town just 15 minutes north of me she's got this little korean cup bop oh like uh cup bop. Is it like a little instant it's like food kind of thing? barbecue on rice and vegetables i go there all the time and she's so cool i love her but yeah. uh, korean lady it's funny I, i'm korean but i wasn't born in korea and i don't like korean food but oh, really? I'm korean. <laughs> and i can speak korean a little bit yeah yeah, I don't know if it's authentic what she make what they make there, but it's you know she's Korean and it's called cut bop. So, anyways, <laughs> yeah, the only Korean food I like is Korean barbecue because there's meat in it. But everything else, yeah. Korean food, is all vegetables, and I don't like vegetables. Yeah, I like <laughs> <laughs> you like the meat, huh? I like yeah. meat, and I like I like being ketosis. But that's what I. There you go. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> Every day. Well, um, that's that's some. Some good stuff we just talked about there. There's one other thing I'd like to talk about. And um, because you're a father and a Mm -hmm. husband, and um, I know that's super important and valuable to you. 
Um, but I mean, if you can kind of t- walk us through, I mean, a lot of my audience are men I, that, I, that are husbands and fathers. Um, walk us through, I guess, kind of your your mind, what 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 you're thinking and going through when you when you had to make this transition, and how you kept your family kind of at the forefront, a priority. I mean, there's really no balance. Um, and I'm sure you've kind of got off balance at times, but yeah. if you can share some like insight to that and maybe some hacks, you've yeah, things that you've tried to focus on to make sure your wife and your children, you know, know that they're your number one. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put it lightly guys. It was, it was a difficult journey for me. A lot of, um, a lot of moments where I almost gave up a lot of, uh, um, ridicule from you know my family and my friends and um, it just didn't make sense to them you know so I was I was a pretty much like I felt like a loner I was going through this this journey by myself but one of the things that I always um, I always looked at the bright side of all this is I used to drive I used to be in traffic for three hours a day going back and forth to LA to Orange County and um, I was at work for about eight hours every day so that's a total of like 10 hours just being away from my family. But mm-hmm. having the ability to work on an online business, work in a business where I can leverage other people, like network marketing. I don't have to travel anywhere. I don't have to go to work in the daytime and come home tired. So I get to work at home in my home office, and I'm always around the kids and the family. Even though my mind is on business, at least physically I'm here, and I can integrate my family time if you're you know if you're really careful you can do it and that's what I did as I integrated my family time with my work time I, I had stops on my calendar where you know every other hour I would go maybe make a 30 minute break and play with my boy play with my daughter and I really respected my calendar I really put time in there so I can spend time with my family and I think that's a huge hack is um, work at home if you can work at home especially online businesses you can work anywhere you want working at home is a hack and also with that time at home, block it off for your kids and your wife and make, maybe make dinner and go back to work after dinner. And they'll respect that if they respect the time that they spend with, um, with them. Yeah, so just the discipline to set a schedule, time block it, mm-hmm. carve out some time for your family. Awesome. Right. Yeah, I mean, two hours a day in the traffic. I used to live in Ventura and I'd have to go down to Santa Fe, LA, oh, yeah. Santa oh, Fe yeah. Springs. It was a nightmare. I mean, it was probably a two-hour drive just there or coming back. Just depend. You know, and I was going up to Santa Barbara. That's where my, my job site was. This is when I was in the construction world. I was in a project management team. But, yeah, man, those roads down there are a nightmare. It's, it's even worse than it's, – it's worse when, than you left it. It's probably worse now. Oh, I'm sure it is. And they were expanding it now. <laughs> yeah, they were expanding it back when I was there. But it's still just yeah. like – I mean, it just fills up. California is such a beast. <laughs> yeah, it is. that's why living here, it's great. The weather's great, but um, it's almost like everyone has to have an online job because commuting yeah. is just so horrible. I- I'm so glad I don't do that. Yeah, yeah, there needs to be a revolution in California. Everyone needs to start working from home and doing online business. Or we need to build more tunnels from Tesla and just have like underground uh, transit or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Something. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, that's pretty much the the only things I wanted to cover, um, Eric. I, I really appreciate you being on here, and I really value um, what you're bringing to the online space. I, I see your stuff all the time on Facebook, on YouTube. 
um, you're a really great example of how to reinvent yourself. That's why I was super excited to get you on here. And um, I mean, dude, thank you so much. It's, it's been yeah, awesome for, to have you on this show. Thank you for having yeah. me. And um, again, why don't you just tell people where they find you, where they can, they can get a hold of you. Yeah, so um, I'm on Facebook and YouTube. It's under Eric M. Kim. Uh, my Instagram handle is erickim.official. So you guys can find me there. And uh, yeah, I have a, a website, www.ericmkim.com. So yeah, everything Eric M. Kim. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, you guys, if you're, if you're watching the show, um, if you're liking um, the guests that we're bringing on here, if, you're, if this is adding value to you, to you please go and subscribe, leave a comment. Um, yep. Subscribe <laughs> wherever it is. I don't know, <laughs> but go subscribe. Um, and if you know anyone in a situation where they're, they're going down a track that they just want to change, they feel stuck in their current career. There, the there's so much opportunity out there, guys. Online business is where it's at. That's ultimately where I'm trying to help people learn to, to make the transition into. And so share this, share this podcast around, um, go find people like Eric, start following him. Um, you know, I've always said, if you want to be more, if you want to do more, if you want to give more, you have to grow more. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, what I want to inspire everyone out there to do is learn how to grow more no matter where you're at in your life and your life will get better and you'll make the transitions you want to, um, and reinvent yourself. So Eric, thank you so much again. And everyone, you have a great day. Take care. All right. Thanks guys.